Still with the history of CUUN, it's really fresh. After all, the past six episodes were all about those. I've decided to quickly dive into a niche of the niche. Seiyu units launched by talent agencies. This is incredibly rare, and the few that existed didn't last long, serving their purpose of launching the careers of new Seiyu talents. But seeing how unique this is, these units have to be mentioned. Let's kick off this episode of Seiyu Lounge. <laughs> Welcome to Seiyu Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today's topic is 5 Seiyu units launched by talent agencies. There comes a time in which it is hard to promote all your biggest new talents or up-and-coming Seiyu and you, as the talent agency, have to come up with a good way to put them on the radar of Seiyu fans. Usually, most rookie Seiyu represented by big talent agencies such as Awani Production, 81 Produce, I'm Enterprise or Vims are quickly teamed up with a veteran from their agency to co-host a radio show or a variety talk show. Some talent agencies will pitch their rookie Seiyu talents to 2D music projects in hopes that they nail those auditions and that those projects end up becoming popular. But there are times in which none of that works or there are no opportunities available. That's when talent agencies take matters into their own hands and thus the rare thing happens. Seiyu units being launched by talent agencies. This is an episode all about five rare cases in which talent agencies decided to launch their own Seiyu units to promote their underrated and rookie talents or when their talents ended up debuting as a unit after being cast in the same project. Why put Rookie Seiyu in a Seiyu unit? Simply put, for the exposure. If you followed the previous episodes closely, you know that Seiyu units used to be awesome for exposure, to put the Seiyu in the spotlight. Of course, joining Seiyu units wasn't necessarily something exclusive to Rookie Seiyu. There are Seiyu units with veteran Seiyu. It can work as long as they are determined to make it work. But rookie Seiyu in a Seiyu unit is a good way to make potential fans care for those Seiyu. It's a bit like those South Korean audition idol shows. Without noticing, you find yourself rooting for those that you didn't even know to begin with. Same thing for Seiyu units comprised of only rookie Seiyu. And there are two examples in this category. So5 and Heavenly Helly. Does joining a Seiyu unit within their talent agency change anything for them? You can't say that joining a Seiyu unit within their talent agency will dramatically change their career, but it is an awesome step towards drawing attention to them. With hundreds and hundreds of new Seiyu joining the industry every year, it is genuinely hard to stand out. There will always be someone that is a better voice actor, variety or radio show host, or even be a better singer or having looks that cater to most Seiyu fans. Because of these, Seiyu know that when they are rookies, everything they do has to make an impact. They have to appear, 
let their face, name and voice be known as quickly as possible to avoid fading away or never even making it past joining the talent agency. Joining a Seiyuu unit, especially one that is not focused on variety but music, may not please most rookies. Then again, to join most talent agencies nowadays, Seiyuu have to pass a singing audition, something I talked about in episodes 46 and 47. If the option to join a CU unit presents itself within their talent agency, of course they'll want to join, unless their path is more in line with uh, narration, announcing and variety show hosting. Do CU earn a thing by joining these CU units? Well, there's the possibility of making it big, but then again, the cases in which CU units comprised of talents from the same agency that have been really popular are rare. Do Seiyu lose something by not joining these Seiyu units? A lot. The talent agency may lose interest in them and after that never push their name for any 2D music projects. And like I said before, Seiyu that do not join Seiyu units within their talent agencies risk missing out on the possibility to make it big. What is the difference between regular Seiyu units and Seiyu units launched by talent agencies? The budget and the focus. As I've been saying in the past six episodes, Seiyuu units have turned into a trend and slowly faded away to what they are now, a niche. Few are the Seiyuu that actively want to kick off a Seiyuu unit with friends in the industry. It's mostly Seiyuu units stemming from radio shows that make sure that this niche doesn't die off. Regular Seiyuu units are meant to have relatively long careers, at least 5 years, whereas Seiyuu units launched by talent agencies are active for an average of 2 years, at least based on past experiences. Seiyuu units launched by talent agencies may have bigger budgets than regular ones. This of course is debatable because you can have Seiyuu units like Sparklue and Trado that have big budgets and then you have Seiyuu units launched by talent agencies that do not have big budgets, for example Soft 5. But as a norm, it is in the best interests of talent agencies to provide the best platform for their talents to shine. Investing a lot in these talents, especially now in which the faces and personalities of Seiyuu are also selling points, that help determine who anime directors want to cast in their projects is a must. And that's how you have the recently debuted Heavenly Halley with a major distribution contract with Universal Music Japan. How come a couple of rookies got a chance to have their music distributed by one of Japan's biggest music labels? Their talent agency, in this case Awani Production, made sure that was the best they could offer to the project and thus to their talents. And of course, the focus. Regular Seiyuu units may stem from radio shows, right now most do, TV shows or even be a spur-of-the-moment decision by a group of Seiyuu friends that wanted to do something together. Their intentions and focus to create music goes much in line with making money and, in some cases, having fun. 
Seiyu units launched by talent agencies serve only one purpose, to promote rookie talents. So the focus is there and there alone. It is not meant to make money, although talent agencies would love for that to happen. It's not meant to be a long-running endeavor. The focus is one only. Promote the rookie talents. The Seiyu Units Now that you and I know the basics surrounding the decision for talent agencies to launch Seiyu Units, it is time to quickly dive into five Seiyu Units that are comprised of talents from the same agency with three of those being intentionally created by talent agencies. EMU I've talked plenty about EMU in the past couple of episodes, so I'm going to keep these short to avoid repeating myself. The CU unit consisted of Awani Productions talents Hideo Ishikawa, Hikaru Midorikawa, Ryotaru Okyayu, Nobuto Shikana and Daisuke Sakaguchi. EMU kicked off as a CU unit stemming from the drama CD Graduation M. The CU unit was active from 1995 up until 2000, releasing four singles, eight full-length albums and holding six live tours that were later released on VHS. Now EMU debuting and all members being from Awani Production was genuinely a coincidence. Especially in 1995, when Seiyu units were only starting to be a thing and there was still much to be uncovered, as I mentioned on episode 85 of Seiyu Lounge. Unknowingly, Awani Production was debuting its own Seiyu unit, bringing all that glory and popularity back to them. EMU's success certainly was the spark that some hopefuls needed to actually take a chance and try to become Seiyu. At least it made it so that Awani Production was the trendy talent agency, leading the way for all other talent agencies. Hideo Ishikawa went on to have a solid career as a voice actor in the 90s and noughties, and even joined a different Seiyu unit in the late 90s, and All Stars. But after a couple of personal issues, Ishikawa has disappeared from the public eye, nowadays only doing narration work. Hikaru Midorikawa went on to have a solid solo career, joined a couple of Seiyuu units and was in 2013 at the core of when 2D music projects started to give a chance to veteran Seiyuu. Still to this date, Midorikawa is one of the few veteran Seiyuu to join several 2D music projects and continues to be sought after as a voice actor. Ryotaro Okyayu went on to have a good solo career, joined some Seiyuu units and despite having had a shift of focus in his career, from voice acting to live action acting in TV series, is back to the music industry, having joined the rap team Amp Rule in the Paradox Live franchise. Daisuke Sakaguchi went on to have an absolutely awesome voice acting career that up until this day is filled with highlights. Nobuto Shikana had a solo career for years, the most successful out of all former EMU members, and has done some voice acting and dubbing work in the past couple of years, however, not being as sought after as he was back in the 90s and early noughties. 
As you can see, EMU ended up kickstarting the careers of these five Sayu, who happened to be all from Awani production when Graduation M branched out to music. At the same time, their success as a unit brought good publicity to Awani production that further rose in the intentions of hopefuls as the talent agency they wanted to join. Saw 5 81 produced debuted Saw 5 in 2013. The unit was created exclusively to promote their rookie talents at that time. Saw 5 consisted of Kentito, Yoshiki Nakajima, Arthur Lounsbury, Kotaro Nishima and Shunya Hiruma. They performed live and featured three of their songs in the motion comic voice-acting Sentai Boys Tome 7, which aired on Fuji TV in the last quarter of 2013. Soon after debuting, the unit disbanded. As you can notice, these are some of the most exciting talents as of now. Kentito is dazzling everyone as part of Matenro, Sam and Yumeik, not to mention that he has been composing songs for Yumeik as well as other projects. Yoshiki Nakajimi is showing his lyricist talents for Servanity and Yumeik and is part of a multitude of 2D groups including Visti, Sam and Fujin Rising. Arthur Lounsbury is a go-to talent when it comes to rock and jazz music. You can find him singing as the frontman of Phantom Iris, Vocal in Erosion and Venomous 8. Kotaro Nishiyama is extremely active as part of Seiyu units such as Quell, Zul, Ryuseitai, between many more. And Shunya Hiruma joined Flags in the Idolmaster Saidem franchise to replace Tatsuya Tokutake that retired from the Seiyu industry in 2019. Although he's the former Soft 5 member that has had the least exposure due to joining 2D music projects, he's still active. All five talents got a good visibility boost thanks to Soft 5, however, I don't believe it was the group that actually took them to where they are now. Uh, good for a boost, yes, and quite possibly one of the reasons they started to be cast into the music projects, but it was their talents that made sure they are where they are. And 6A Lin. They debuted in 2016 and 6A Lin was a Seiyu unit with an interesting concept. It wasn't necessarily a novelty, but the Seiyu unit was comprised of only with line Seiyu talents. The Seiyu unit originally consisted of Shinichi Toki, Yoshitaka Yamaya, Tatsuya Tokutake, Takehide Ishii, Takeru Kikuchi and Yusuke Miyamoto, and they kicked off their career with a bubbly pop sound. The unit stemmed from a radio show and was signed to Marine Entertainment, but when everything could have been good, well, it ended up being a complete mess. Two members left the unit, the unit in itself changed concepts twice, and Marine Entertainment barely did a thing to keep the group going, either change its name or focus. Actually, Marine Entertainment ended up supporting the unit quite a bit through its troubled career, with Un6Alin holding two live shows and releasing three singles and a full-length album before disbanding. In the middle of this messy career, Shunichi Toki announced his solo debut with Pony Canyon, starting activities in 2019. 
E hoje está aí a Maia continues to be active in 2D music projects, but has shifted more his career towards variety and entertainment. Tatsuya Tokutake left the Seiyu industry. Yusuke Miyamoto is active as a voice actor, however, with barely any work to his name. Takeru Kikuchi and Takehide Ishii have some work in 2D music projects, but barely any in anime. What does N6Aline's messy career show? That Seiyu stemming from problematic groups or groups that ended up having a really confusing career will struggle quite a bit to stand out. Notice how, out of all members, only two have properly active careers as voice actors, singers and entertainers. And that's because Toki and Yamaya had proven way before joining this unit that they are incredibly skilled singers. Both are part of growth, the lyrical pop to the unit in the Tsukipro franchise. The big lesson to take from here is that when Seiyu units don't work or start falling apart, the damage is bigger than any potential benefit Seiyu may get from joining one. Mosote Ichimo In 2021 and stemming from the BL TV show Bokuratekini wa Riso no Rakugo, shortened to Bokuraku, Mosote Ichimo made its debut. The Seiyo unit consists of Yoshiki Nakajima, Kentito, Reyo Tsuchida and Yuki Sakakihara, all 81 produced talents as well as the main cast of voice actors Rakugokas in the TV series. Mosote Ichimo released the single Mosote no Tema in 2021 and as of writing this episode, it's the only CD they've released. Still, this is a pretty entertaining song that plays around with stereotypes in BL, has some crafty wordplays to mask a couple of risque lyrics, and it stems from a BL TV series, something that had never happened before for Seiyu units. Worth mentioning that 81 Produce wasn't aiming to debut a Seiyu unit, but on giving exposure to its up-and-coming talent, Yuki Sakakihara, by casting him alongside the more experienced Yoshiki Nakajima, Kentito and Reyo Tsuchida. Contrary to most groups mentioned in this episode, Mosote Ichimo appears to be just a seiyu unit to perform the theme song for Bokuraku, nothing more. And since this is a relatively recent endeavor, it is hard to say if it will actually have a positive effect on the young talent that is Yuki Sakakihara. Heavenly Helly This is quite possibly one of the most ambitious 2D Seiyu unit projects a talent agency has launched. And which is the talent agency that did so, you ask? Awani Production. Remember that talent agency that got a lot of good publicity due to the insane popularity of EMU? When it comes to innovation in the Seiyu industry, Awani Production tries to always be one step ahead of everyone, and this time around they launched Heavenly Helly, a 2D music project with equal focus on the Seiyu unit side of it. Heavenly Helly is an original full-scale music and drama franchise created by Awani Production to promote their rookie voice actors. 
The project has characters by Movic and music distributed by Universal Music Japan. It features two idol groups, Fab Hell and Infernal Teller. They represent fallen angels exiled from heaven and fallen demons banished from heaven, respectively. Fab Hell consists of Taichi Kusano, Sho Fujisawa, Yudai Mino, Kaito Takeda, Toshiki Tanaka. And Inferno Teller consists of Keita Azuma, Shu no Nabe, Shogo Sakata, Hyuga Saku, and Yuga Sato. All these Seiyu are promising rookies from Awani Production that get to showcase their singing skills, voice acting, and dancing. Oh yes, you heard it well. Both groups not only dance to their original songs, but are also extremely active on TikTok with dance covers of popular J-pop and K-pop songs. That build up some momentum and interest for the project and its groups. However, at the time I wrote this episode, the project is far from having made a big impact. Who knows how it will be in the next couple of years. What Awani Production primarily wants for all these Seiyuu is to at least some rookies to get a good amount of exposure and start getting roles in anime and 2D music projects. At the same time, I believe the talent agency is smart and ambitious enough to try this new format of Seiyuu Unit project, knowing how new Seiyuu fans only care about looks and personalities more so than quality acting. In this way, the talent agency gets to test how shallow the Seiyuu fanbase is at the moment, so that future projects can be launched. At the same time, rookie Seiyuu part of Seiyuu units may give off yet again that vibe of an idol audition show, with fans ending up cheering for the newcomers. And what better way to do so? by creating two idol groups with existence both in 2D and 3D worlds. Awani Production sure has an ambitious project in hand, now whether it will bear fruit or not is something you and I will have to wait and see. So while a good experience with a CU unit launched by a talent agency may only give a little bit of exposure to CU, for example, what happened with YMU, and if lucky make them incredibly popular, joining a CU unit that completely fails to deliver or slowly falls apart, for example, and 6 Lin, does more damage than, for example, not joining one to begin with. This may be, alongside the costs related to creating and supporting a Seiyuu unit, why talent agencies usually don't dare launch Seiyuu units or even 2D music projects. It's too risky betting on new talents, putting them together, making them work well together and actually achieve big things. Many things can go wrong, and that's even without putting into the equation the competition and a multitude of subjective factors that end up influencing whether a Seiyuu unit becomes popular or not. So you have these five examples, with three of those being intentional Seiyuu units or projects created by talent agencies, that show why Seiyuu units launched by talent agencies are a rarity. So tell me, 
What do you think about talent agencies launching their own 2D music projects and Seiyuu units? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and remember leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Seiyuu Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the hand that feeds HQ's weekly mail Seiyuu and music related content, hit the subscribe button. I'll return next week with another episode of Seiyuu Lounge. Thank you for listening and see you guys around.